I'm just being honest. The JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food for thought. Welcome to the Just Being Honest Podcast. The JBH Podcast is here to inspire people to dramatically enhance their health, their well-being, and lifestyle by providing an honest perspective and knowledge on eating, quote, real food, whether that is in physical form, the healthiest version of a whole food substance, or mental. What are you saying to yourself? What are you listening from other people? Huh? The less toxins you put in your body, the less toxins that are out in the universe, the environment, and the less toxins that you are spreading onto humanity. It's about creating a life of sourcing transparency, mental freedom, and physical harmony. Guys, this is the Just Being Honest podcast. This is true food for thought. We are getting deep. Yeah, that is me indulging in one of my favorite things in life. I was thinking about it the other day, and I don't think I could live without tea. I think it's actually within my veins. But I'm very particular about what type of tea I put in my body. And also what companies, what brands I stand behind. That is why I like Buddha teas. So here's their philosophy. The Buddha teas philosophy, they strive to create teas that do more than just satisfy a thirst. Guys, Buddha Teas uses fresh, high-quality ingredients to explore nature's best qualities and enrich the lives of tea drinkers everywhere. I know I'm enriched every time I take a little sip. The fresh, organic herbs and tea leaves allow their teas to stay pure and natural, free from chemicals, preservatives, and (laughs) basically, guys, they don't add flavoring. What? Yes, you got that. Natural flavoring, right? <laughs> Gimmick. All right. The minimal processing and eco-friendly packaging helps to honor and protect the earth with every tea that they make. So, so you guys can get 15% off by using code JBH15 at checkout, stock up on your CBD teas, maybe some fennel tea, digestive teas, uh, maybe some sleepy time tea, chakra teas, you name it, they probably have it. So 15% off, use code JBH15 at checkout. Enjoy. On this episode, number 91 of the Just Being Honest podcast, I had a heart-to-heart and very eye-opening discussion with Naomi Judge. Naomi and I talked all about how the body is lagging on natural detoxifying patterns, about hormonal imbalance, and how we can set ourselves up for longevity with just a little more liver health awareness. Did you know that the liver is pretty much the boss of the bod when it comes to regulating and detoxifying everything, the whole process in your body? 
Hmm, more to come on that. So, about Naomi, Naomi is a naturopath and nutritionist with a bachelor's degree in health science. Naomi spent much of her late teens and early 20s struggling with depression, anxiety, and menstrual irregularities. I can hardly even say that, irregularities. Guys, raise your hand if you are something, guys, I should say gals, gals, have you dealt with those symptoms? Raise your hand. Instead of finding answers, Naomi was staring at yet another pill box until eventually she decided to take matters into her own hands and go back to university and study nutrition and reproductive science. This journey led Naomi to open up her own clinic treating women. Since then, she has helped thousands of women reach their hormonal health goals. Naomi helps women connect the dots between their health, happiness, and hormones. We all love hearing that. Enabling them to live a life of optimal vibrancy, what she calls your new normal. How about that? So guys, I know this episode will speak to many of you. We are all going through something. I feel that with the environment we currently live in, both mentally, physically, and emotionally, and that is a whole recycling bin in itself, it's become quite apparent that we need to start creating a laser-focused mission towards listening to our bodies. So are you ready? All right, let's rock and roll. Turn up the volume and grab your notepads because you just turned on the Just Being Honest podcast. Hi guys, this is your host, KB, and this is the Just Being Honest podcast. Can you hear that? Can you hear the little chirp chirp? I've got birds in the background. Oh wait, do you hear that? I've got drills going on in the background. I swear to you, so my guest and I were just talking about we cannot get away from construction (laughs) and drills and just noise pollution. Okay, birds are not noise pollution in my world, but drills, it's got to stop. The dusters (laughs) and that, yes, right? So that really brings me also into kind of what we're going to talk about today and what it does to us, what it does to our stamina. Um... Guys, welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. I am so thrilled to have you here listening in. Um, This is your health, nutrition, and lifestyle designer. I'm here to unveil your authentic self. How amazing is that? So I'm going to just jump into this because we are talking with our abroad guest today. I'm in California. She's in Australia. Awesome. Our uh, guest today is naturopath Naomi Judge. All right, guys. So we are going to be talking about hormones, detoxification, environmental factors, and how that has a huge role on how basically our lifestyles are being jeopardized today. Our bodies are kind of like becoming ill will and just kind of like, uh, why isn't this working properly? Well, We hopefully have some answers for you. So without further ado, 
Ms. Naomi, welcome. I'm so thrilled to have you on the show today. Oh, thanks for having me. I love, I love your energy. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I love am... it. You've woken me up. Oh, woo. Oh, yeah, guys. So it's um, three o'clock Pacific time in California here, and it's what? Eight eight a.m. No, no, it's nine actually. It's nine. So it's so, so it's late in the morning, but still, that but was good still, energy. Love it. But still, it's fall. But I guess wait, it's spring there for you. It's spring, but I bet we're the same weather. Probably. So, yeah, it's warm today. Sun's out. Sun's uh, always out in LA. Yeah, so, sun's. Well, actually, you know what? We'll get into this, but I'm actually in Santa Barbara right now. So I kind of moved, but that's closer into uh, kind of why I have you on the show today as well. So let's just like, without further ado, dive into your specialty, how you got into this. Um, actually, you know what? Let's back up. Tell us about your upbringing, because I find it so apparent that usually if you kind of let kids be kids and if you watch them, they really show what their interests are. Um, when they're young and you can kind of guess what they would probably, you know, excel at, um, as a profession. So tell us kind of about your, so your, um, your upbringing. Oh, wow. That's kind of a first, I mean, I, I was, I'm actually originally from the UK. Ooh. So England, Oxfordshire, um, which is countryside. Wait, my, um, my aunt is from England. So I think, she, I feel like she's from Oxford. I'll have to get oh, back really? to her on that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of that countryside. So I was brought up in kind of farming countryside. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're right, I would spend most of my time outside, Mm -hmm. either rescuing half dead animals. Yes. (laughs) Or making potions with, you know, herbs from the garden, petals, that kind of thing. So that was really how and then I moved to Sydney in 2000. Okay, see, I just guys, it goes to show like never try to plant seeds into your kids' brains or the little ones that you have in your life. Just watch them. And I think it's best to encourage them to just explore more about, you know, their their passions are within whatever they like find come naturally or whatever they're doing playing in the backyard, right? So kind of kind of gives you a little tidbit on that. Um, okay, so then you moved to um, Australia in the 2000s. And tell us about, like, when did you discover? I mean, did you take a wild path about becoming a naturopath? Or did you, were you like, this is what I'm going to do? Was there some life occurrence? Look, it's, it's kind of how everyone gets, I, I feel like most people get into this profession because they have kind of some upset. So I was, um, you know, I wasn't a healthy teen. I was put on the oral contraceptive pill from a really young age. Mm-hmm. And in fact, in looking back and, and talking about it, and I've never really talked about it fully in terms of my teenage years, but um, I would drink a lot. My diet wasn't really good. I'd go out with friends all the time, wouldn't sleep. And I was put on the oral contraceptive pill because my hormones were out of whack and that kind of just left me depressed, anxious, even, even things and things that I haven't talked about. There was a period in my teens, late teens where I would self harm. And I can see now looking back that whole just hormone kind of volcano going on and just things erupting and low zinc and all of that kind of thing. And I didn't really do anything 
anything about it. I just, um, I kind of moved and I got a job in Sydney and I went into a corporate lifestyle and excelled at that. But the corporate lifestyle was just, you know, late nights. It was intense work. It was early mornings. It was bad food. It was alcohol, um, deadlines. And I kind of had a mini breakdown. And I just remember coming home from work every day and just bawling my eyes out. Um, and my partner, he sent me to a naturopath. <laughs> and literally within weeks of going to this naturopath, just changing my diet, adding in some nutrients and vitamins like zinc and magnesium and some bees, taking out all the sugar, reducing alcohol, I could just feel myself slowly coming back. I mean, I was just a wreck. I was wanting to sleep all the time. I can remember having a holiday to Venice and just hating being out and, out and about because I had UTIs all the time and just needed to go to the bathroom and wanted to lie in bed and just felt sad. It was it was difficult, but but now now looking back, I can see what was going on and it just it and it took me since then to just keep building every habit, every diet, every you know just building on my health and just getting stronger and stronger. And that's when I went to um, university and studied. So you yeah, so you went into the work world and then you kind of went back. Um, yeah. which is amazing because I, I know that like abroad schooling is completely different. Sometimes you just jump into the work world or sometimes you go to a trade specialty, um, which is, I think is really cool. Like you have like learning by doing, um, first and foremost, but so you, at that time you really started to listen to yourself and I'm sorry to hear that you did some self harming. Um, and you know, that's, that's something that until you realize, you know, like that you do need the help with that, like it can go on and on and on. But look at you now, like you are on the path to like healing people from that because being a natural path, you know, making tonics and all these concoctions and really listening to people's root causes, that is so amazing, you know. And that is what is healing us all. In the end, that is what is healing us all. Figuring out the root causes. Yeah, and, and people just need someone to really listen. And I think that's what people miss. People yes. think it's just, I used to think it was just my personality. I used to think, okay, this is just me. This is how I'm going to be for the rest of my life. This is my person. This is who I am. And then it really took kind of like peeling the layers of the onion away to realize that wasn't that wasn't me at all it was nowhere near who I am um and and people just need that they need to understand that and just they need someone to listen really mm. listen to what's going on and that way you can kind of get to the root cause yeah um so that's kind of a lot what I do with my clients um you know I'm there I'm an advocate for them and it's a safe place and I think you know creating a safe environment a safe place for them to open up about their thoughts their feelings their their past patterns you know it's it's the step in the right direction mm -hmm. for sure yeah. and then you can add on the 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 amazing you know glitter of things to evolve then from there on so when did you um you know you talked about taking oral contraception and we're gonna let's just dive into hormones <laughs> all right i know it's such a broad topic you know like hormones but oral contraception and how that has a huge effect on, you know, I mean, does it have an effect on men too? Like, you know, even if, you know, for like instance, intercourse and stuff, but like, I know 
personally speaking, when I was on oral contraceptives, like it messed me up so much. I am so sensitive and I have just like, I am not on that stuff anymore. And I stopped doing that, you know, in my, you know, early twenties, but it takes a while to get out of your system. So tell us about that and have about the effect of that. Yeah, look, it takes a long time to get out of your system and so much so that they've done studies on women who take the pill right up to actually conceiving a child and the effects that the pill have on the baby if they haven't waited long enough to kind of get the synthetic hormones out of their body. Um, But it's, I mean, it's huge because if you think you're having these synthetic hormones, so not only are they suppressing your natural ovulation, they're suppressing this natural... um, this natural cycle that you're having, and this natural cycle creates pheromones, it creates other hormones and other endorphins, and that that kind of helps with your relationship, say, with your family, friends, and your partner. But also, um, it, it has a huge impact on, say, your liver, so your detoxification system, because you're having this synthetic estrogen or this synthetic progesterone, and your liver is having to process it and detoxify it. And when your liver's kind of working on that, it's ignoring everything else and so you end up getting you know this toxin buildup, and then that can have effect on say your gallbladder and also your bowel so it's it's multifaceted it affects so many different areas and it will affect your neurotransmitters as well like your serotonin mm. and your dopamine and this is why a lot of women when they go on oral contraceptive pills um they can get quite depressed and have low moods because they're not having that natural flow and that natural cycle of ups and downs of those serotonin and dopamines it's actually um being suppressed as well so huge it affects so many different areas and then women also with weight as well with the oral contraceptive pill they're more likely to gain weight they're more likely to also get issues with estrogen dominance so endometriosis um, or ovarian cysts or fibroids because these synthetic estrogens are kind of building up in the body Um, You see it with women that that take the oral contraceptive pill and they get skin conditions, say, like melasma, which is that estrogen building up. So we see it every day, um, but a lot of people aren't making that connection or really understanding the negative effects that the pill can have. Yeah, I mean, a thousand percent. And with parents or whomever giving young females this at what age what what's the youngest you've probably heard like 11 uh, I mean gosh I mean I would say I mean for me probably in practice 12 oh my gosh um it may be younger and I know that I was personally I was put on the pill because I had a a, a pain a really strong pain and it left me debilitated I must have been about 14 15 I can't remember the exact age now looking back but I remember the GP put me on the pill now looking back, I know that that pain was already estrogen dominance. It was an ovarian cyst that had ruptured because I've recognized that pain and I've had it since. Um, but no investigation was done. They don't check your hormones. They don't. And this is the misconception. This is what. This is why I'm passionate about this part of it. The misconception is before um, before you start ovulating and before your hormones start raising, you, there's no estrogen. But that's just not true. We know that there's different types of estrogen. And from a young young age, 
you know, four-year-olds, five-year-olds, boys and girls can already be estrogen dominant. Mm -hmm. And that is what causes their bad symptoms, their heavy painful periods or their acne. And then they're put on a pill and then that just compounds that already underlying condition of estrogen dominance. Okay, so I want to jump around a little bit because I have so many questions I want to answer. <laughs> but um, so first off, Let's talk, let's continue on about the um, estrogen dominance um, because you said there are, do you believe young children should get their hormones checked nowadays because of the environmental factors and what's in our food? Do you, do you believe that should be one of like the, the tests taken at the internist? Look, I think definitely if there's things going on. So what are we, we're seeing a lot of issues with um, young kids, say being obese, Mm. Um, and that can be related to estrogen dominance. So we're seeing a lot of conditions like autism and ADHD that can be related to estrogen dominance. So if, if there's a, if there's definitely a chronic condition, the hormones need to be explored, particularly if mum was, if, um, mum was particularly stressed or she was going through trauma when she was pregnant or she was on the oral contraceptive pill right up to conceiving, or maybe she lives in a toxic environment. And by that, I mean, really, you know, either working in an environment where there's heavy metals, or maybe she was a cleaner while she was um, pregnant, those kind of things can result in estrogen dominance. I mean, so many things that people do not even realize. And then moving on, because I want to continue on about that, you know, cleaning environments, um, in, environment, environment, your neighbors, what are they spraying on their lawns? What are, you know, the gardeners doing? You know, what is coming out of the drains around you? You know, um, I was just kind of <laughs> telling you guys that I moved from LA to up to Santa Barbara because I took some environmental toxin tests and lo and behold, everything was out of whack with me. Uh, you know, I got sick with molds from houses a couple of times. Um, very, very sick. My serotonin and dopamine levels were off the charts. I cannot tell you how sad it was that I lost time, time, crucial time in my life. Year, a year and a half, almost two years. And I can't get answers from anyone, you know? And it took off time of my life. And Time, you know, time me being depressed and saying, why me? What's wrong with me, right? So, oh, I've got Skype making noise. Um, so anyways, <laughs> beyond that, um, you know, cleaning products. I, I'm going to just gonna, like give a little shout out right now. This is not an ad, but Branch Basics. Guys, Branch Basics is such a clean company. Things that have are do not have neurotoxins in there because neurotoxins are again huge part of why we're all out of whack but Naomi jumping on you know back to um oral contraception you said that um waiting to conceive until the synthetics are out of your system what's what's the time and I know everyone could be different you minimum three months, minimum three months, but you want it to be about six months. You want to come off the oral contraceptive pill and you want to give your body a good six months to rebalance um, and detoxify and get rid of those synthetic hormones. So what type of a, an effect, if someone did not wait, what type of, of an effect would it have on um, 
you know, in utero? Like what, what, what type of, of an effect? So there's, there's, there's studies that show that there's more likely to have raised stress hormone, which is cortisol. For the child or, or the mother? For the child, for the child. Yeah. Mm. And studies to show that these, the estrogen would be raised. And we know the negative effects of raised estrogen with raised estrogen. And I don't like to, I hate to say this and I really hate to be scare, scare people because obviously there's so many women out there that would have had babies um, when they just come off the pill. And that's fine. You know, that's healthy and it doesn't mean it. But we know with elevated estrogen, we're more likely to have, there are cancer risks associated with it as well. It's not protective um, like progesterone, for example. So when the baby's in the womb, it will be project protected to some extent because of that high progesterone that's in the womb when we're pregnant. But when the baby's born, that progesterone suddenly drops and the baby will still be left with um, this, this high estrogen in the system, um, which can lead to inflammation, which can lead to blood sugar issues, high insulin, estrogen dominance, and, and other risk factors. Oh my gosh. Um, guys, I hope you're listening to everything Naomi just said, like, this is real life. Like this happens. And you may think that you do not have control over some of these things, but you actually have more control than you think. Um, everything is a choice. What you put in your mouth, your body, everything is a choice. Um, also, you have a choice about how you spend your dollars, right? Am I right? You know, what type of farming you're supporting, what type of politics you're supporting that have issues around you know your community right everything is a choice and it all has an effect on you and your health just goes to show I want to jump into my next um topic Naomi about I've heard so many women so many women um that have trouble conceiving um and a lot of them have been in LA yeah and I uh -huh. could guess kind of why, but tell me why you think this has become such a huge issue. And also throw in there that it's not just the females issue, but the male as well. Uh, I, do you know what? I am so glad that you said that because one of the things that I'll talk about with in a moment, but one of the things that people don't seem to understand is the impact of the health of the male sperm. And what's interesting in clinical practice, I'll tell you what's really interesting. When I have clients who are trying to conceive, okay, it is the women with the younger boyfriends or younger husbands that seem to get pregnant quicker. Mm. Okay, isn't that interesting? So 10 years younger than them, I could have a 40-year-old client and she's got a 45-year-old husband or she's got a 32-year-old husband. And it's always with the younger husband. So that younger sperm, it has a huge impact. Secondly, if the man is drinking excessively or drinking a couple of drinks a night or taking any drugs or smoking any cigarettes, the woman is more likely to miscarry. Hmm. Okay, there are higher rates. So the man has a lot to do with it. And that's such a misconception, isn't it? That it's all the women. The man can just go on and do what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. But it's huge. He needs to have nice, healthy swimmers. And so... Because I, I do have some male listeners, a lot of male listeners out there that do think the time is on their side, that they can jeopardize their body, <clears throat> especially one in particular. I know you know who I'm talking about out there if you're listening. <laughs> they know that they need to make changes, but 
they just are kind of slow go at it. What, I mean, what do you, would you say is the best protocol for them to kind of like set themselves up for health? How long does it take to kind of get their swimmers happy and healthy? You know, because they're losing it on a constant. Exactly. I mean, they definitely want, again, you're looking at that three months minimum. Um, but with guys, it's about, you know, getting on that nice whole food diet, just minimizing anything that's inflammatory. So anything that's, that's, that's um, you know, high sugar diets, um, too many toxins, um, alcohol, just minimizing that and then taking, taking the best nutrients for their sperm, which is making sure they're getting enough zinc making sure that they're having enough selenium and antioxidants as well. And, and one sign of low zinc that you do see in a lot of people, and, and especially guys, um, can be those white dots on the nails as well. I see that quite a lot. Ooh, mm. guys, good to know. And um, it's not just with, like grabbing any pill you find at like the drugstore. Make sure you know what type of supplements you are <laughs> investing in because yeah. we don't want you to just pee out your pee out your money and think that you're doing great things because anyone, you know, the regulations are very, you know, kind of lackadaisical these days with things. Um, so selenium and zinc, right? And you yeah. know what, guys, you can also, it's not just buying a supplement, whole food form. That's exactly what she said, whole food form. Whole food form. So give us some examples that people can, while they're writing their grocery lists, get some zinc. Get some selenium, some some items at the grocery store. Yes, yeah, so um, you know, pepitas like sunflower seeds, those kind of things are high in zinc. Brazil nuts are super high in zinc, so you know, three to four Brazil nuts a day would be brilliant to do. Um, and then making sure um, you're experimenting lots of different types of foods. So if you if you if you eat meat, having different types of meat. Um, organ meats are really good as well because they're high in the vitamin A and they've got lots of zinc in um, and B vitamins. And then if you're not into that, you could just do um, raw foods like a really nice green smoothie, add a little bit of kelp um, powder for iodine to that and, and just extra seeds in that for, for zinc. And then, of course, oysters. Um, oh. You know, if you could have a couple of oysters a day, that would be perfect. Fresh <laughs> oysters, the aphrodisiac. Yeah. Um, so guys, that's really important. It's not just our issue. But you did mention something kind of interesting that I <laughs> kind of want to look into is about um, the age factor and about uh, an older female, perhaps, and a younger male. Um, so if it was a younger female and an older male, would, would that be harder to conceive? No, that's interesting. I mean, I don't, it depends how young she was. So she was in her 20s, maybe not. But I just started to see this pattern arise, you know, mm. which, which I found fascinating. Whenever I had one client who, um, she had a younger partner. He was about 12 years younger. Mm -hmm. He was just late 20s. This is no joke. They just had sex once oh, God. to get pregnant. Well, you know, guys are late bloomers and, you know, they're slow to mature, so they're like fine wine. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't know. So what if the female was, like, on top of her game, super duper healthy, like super clean, mm -hmm. in her 30s, early 30s, and um, didn't drink, didn't do alcohol, very aware of her surroundings, but the culprit was she 
had a lot of chronic stress in her life and she took on stress very easily. Perhaps the environment she wasn't living in, or excuse me, the environment she was living in was pretty um, toxic, mm. um, environmentally speaking. Maybe it was Los Angeles, you know? Maybe there's a lot of air pollution <laughs> and debris. Does that even just like, does that just kind of like throw everything out the window, even if she was healthy and she was with a healthy partner? You know what? It's, um, I would say out of those two things. So we've got one, we've got environmental stress, and then we've also got the stress of life and the stress going on. Now, if you think about stress and you think about what our body does in a stress state, so we go into fight flight, mm -hmm. what our body does as soon as we get stressed is it takes all the nutrition, all the blood, all the oxygen, everything from our reproductive organs, and it puts it into our muscles. So that's what happens when we get stressed um, from day to day. So even as healthy as she could be, if she's stressed and she's not dealing with that stress, um, and she's in fight flight, she's in sympathetic nervous system all the time with elevated stress hormones, it will be harder. And it could just be that that prevents her from, con from conceiving um, if she's finding it difficult. So definitely that. Secondly to that, toxins, um, they put you in a stress state as well. So your body goes into a stress threat state whenever, it's, whenever it comes into contact with toxins. Cortisol and adrenaline go high and your body does exactly the same thing. And your nervous system doesn't know the difference yet. Your reptilian brain doesn't know the difference between different triggers. So it's, when it perceives a stress or something you should be afraid of, it doesn't see the difference between BPA and plastic and being chased by a tiger. Oh my you know, it can't regulate that. So stress, those physical stresses and the toxin stress, it, it's a big impact, yeah. yeah. And this is why I think so many women are, are having problems. Yeah. So, I mean, I've found that like just off the charts and then people are what they're jumping to do. Um, oh my gosh. What is it called? Um, IVF. They're IVF. jumping to do, they do IVF too quickly, too quickly without yeah. doing the natural detox because they want the baby so bad. And it's so hard to tell a female that, you know, all of her friends, her family members, what have you can have kids so easily, but but you have to go back and say, like, everyone detoxifies differently. You know, some people are very affected. I know I personally am very, very sensitive and um, a poor methylator. So, um, yeah, 100%, guys, if you can. Well, this is one thing I would say. Um, if you can, which you probably should for your health and your life, your life being, get away from that environment. You know, move. Like, you, you've got one life to live. You know, like I, I had to move and I didn't tell my friend, you know, I didn't tell people I was moving because I knew so many people would be like, why, why, why would you want to leave LA? You know, why? And, um, I've never been more clear minded since I've been here. Um, and that's just a couple of weeks and it just goes to show fresh air and the less noise pollution you have, even though I still have a little bit, but you know, the less EMFs especially, mm -hmm. um, can do to your body, right? So um, just being patient, I guess, with yourself. So tell us about um, um, IVF and how that has an effect on your hormones as well and your body just in general. 
IVF is a big in. So many women have to do IVF. You know, they do. They, they get to that stage where nothing else works. And that's fine. Never feel ashamed. Never feel you, you shouldn't have got that far. Never feel there's something wrong with you. But definitely before IVF, if you've been trying to conceive and you're a year in, you're six months in, you're two years in, try and figure out first what everything is doing in your body. You know, what are your hormones doing? Do you have do you have B12? Do you have good levels of iron? Is your progesterone in a good place? Um, how are your stress levels? How is your toxicity? Do you need to detox? And go through this first um, because one that will help you succeed at IVF first round because you don't want to be doing it one two three four five six rounds. Um, secondly, you might even conceive. I just had a lady who did um, my twenty eight day cleanse. She did it because she was doing IVF at the end, and so she wanted to cleanse. And boom, she got pregnant naturally mm -hmm. a week before the IVF was due from doing the cleanse wow. and just, you know, starting to balance her hormones. So it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, let's talk – let's jump in to now about um, – you were speaking a lot about the liver and detoxing process. Mm -hmm. um, also – so I would love for you to share about that and why our liver is so important um, and what people kind of like throw it aside. I feel like people kind of like put it under the covers, but why it has such a dramatic effect, effect in our whole overall health um, and also why nowadays uh, it's so hard for us to even detox. Um, and people, I think throw the word detox and cleanse around too interchangeably and there's a huge difference. So maybe you can share some um, foresight on that. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. And I, the liver is hardy, you know, it is strong. It's built to withstand um, some things that our bodies go through. But right now in this day and age, there is just so much going on. So if you think about um, all the sprays and the chemicals on food, to the chemicals in the environment, um, to our hormone balance, to everything that's going on in our body. So everything that happens in our body, our liver kind of has to have a say. So for example, if um, you have a candida infection or you have thrush, you know, that will at some stage need to be, anything that dies in your body needs to go through your liver and be detoxified. And then it goes through your lymph lymphatic system as well. So your liver is processing vitamins it's processing external toxins and it's processing internal toxins say from your gut bacteria so it's doing a lot of work and it's processing it so that what can happen is it breaks it down and then it processes it and then it either sends it to your kidneys or it sends it to your bowel for detoxification or it sends it back into the blood supply if your body needs it and we have just got so much that's slowing this process down that what tends to happen is it builds up and your listeners might recognize some symptoms. So for example, if you do it, if you do a, like a full on detox and you buy all this stuff from the store or from the shop and you know, it's um, stuff that's breaking, you know, it's stuff that's cleansing your gut or, or it's stuff that's uh, and you take it, you might feel tired and foggy and that's that liver liver's inability to kind of break down those byproducts and cleanse them for you out of it so it, they, they're kind of building up now imagine that on a day-to-day -day basis if you're bombarded with all these toxins on a day-to-day -day basis your liver has got to process them 
system. And that's why there's a lot of this fogginess, um, tiredness, fatigue, body aches and pains, skin rashes, all those kind of things are caused by that liver trying to process these things in our environment day to day. Oh my gosh. So you would say, because I always wonder this, you're allowed, I mean, you have to detox every single day. That's like you go to the bathroom, right? That's like a detox, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, right? So making your detox work, but how do you make, what's step one, step two, step three of making sure the detox process is in order every single day. It's not taking the magic pill, the Senna, what have you, because it's more of a forced, um, and that's obviously kind of tearing some insides apart. Um, But what is, you know, besides whole foods, what do you recommend? So first you kind of just think of your body in a whole and you think as a whole and you think about all the systems. So say you think about the lymphatic system first. The lymphatic system um, is like a pump and it helps to take away dead dead immune cells, dead cancer cells, all these things that your body has been processing. So just doing simple things that help the lymphatic system, you know, like dry skin brushing, um, infrared sauna, drinking lots of fluid through the day can help your body to expel those toxins and that will take the load off the liver and the bowel and the kidneys. Um, so just simple things like that. So keeping your keeping your fluids up. I actually like to add things to my water, like um, a bit of apple cider vinegar sometimes mm. or a little bit of lemon because that, again, will help with that daily natural kind of cleansing of the body. If we get dehydrated, we just hold on even more so to those toxins. The lymphatic system starts to slow down and it dries up. The gallbladder starts to dry up. So we kind of just hold on to these toxins. And then what happens is... When your liver and your gallbladder and your lymphatic system can't process the toxins, they put them into fatty tissue, and then we start to gain weight. Mm. And that can be that over over um, sort of toxins in our body from, from being dehydrated. So the whole foods, the hydration, working your lymphatic system are definitely by far the best, easy, cheapest, natural things you can do to just slowly cleanse your body daily. Um, also, you know what's really good? The um, castor oil packs on your belly. Castor oil packs? Yeah, yeah. What? Is that safe? Yeah, so you do. You just put a little bit of the natural castor oil on your belly. You put like a a cotton towel and then a heat pack over. And you lie down for about half an hour. And that's a wonderful way to detox. And it's fantastic for constipation as well. Oh, my gosh. You'll have to email that to me. That's so interesting. Um, You know what? Another... Thing I find because doing like stress, you know, reduction at night and stuff, I um, find that. So I have this magnesium brine. So sometimes, like, because I'm an athlete as well, but I have magnesium brine by Life Flow. Again, not endorsed, but um, I will put that on if you put it on your belly or um, some like certain oils, um, I have an aromatherapist I work with, certain oils on your belly, that also helps as well. It's so weird how things, how things on the skin, because it's our largest organ, right? You know, penetrate into our body super fast and can be so healing. So castor oil packs on belly. That's new and guys. so good. Relaxing as well. Ooh. Um, okay. So I want to jump on to, um, let me see the the lymphatic system. I kind of want to know more about that because um, a lot of people are interested in getting lymphatic drainage. So 
do you know anything that you can share about that and how that can basically speed up um, our mechanics in our body and like the function of our body? Yeah, look, it can. So you know how I know I, I don't suffer from this, but some of your listeners might get it. They might get inflamed um, glands, you know, in their throat. Some people get them on the back of their necks. Some people get them um, actually at the top of their kind of chest. Um, some people even get breast lumps as well. Mm -hmm. There's so much lymphatic tissue in our breast. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people get water retention, swollen ankles. And our lymphatic system just helps to drain this. So we have these like little channels behind our elbows, just in front of our um, armpit, um, just in our neck under our ears. These channels process the lymph fluid. So they process... so. At night, everything, our immune system starts to go into our body in target areas. It kills cancer. Um, it kills leukemia. It kills viral infections, bacteria. And then that comes into our lymph and it should drain. And so some people doesn't drain, you know, fantastically. Maybe they sit at their desk all day. They're not moving around. So lymphatic drainage is where that pressure they put the pressure on the on the top layer of the lymph to help it kind of move. But lymphatic pressure, lymphatic drainage, exercise like yoga, walking, running, anything where you're moving and stretching and you're pulling the lymphatic system kind of in, out, in, out. It's wonderful. That in itself is a cleanse. So uh, nighttime routines would be very important before you go to bed since the um, sleep is like one of the basically the essential of healing yourself overnight um so would you recommend like i try to do foam rolling at night and some yin yoga stretches um perhaps um there are points on your body where we can like tap the meridian or excuse me the lymph nodes in certain areas um what are some recommendations of pre-bedtime that you would do to help that yeah, look, definitely. I think um, the stretching is amazing, um, the, the yin yoga pose, and then anything that you want to clean out. So, for instance, if you suffer from sinus problems, you yes. might want to do like a salt rinse before bed. Or if you've suffered from any gum problems, you might want to do oil pulling as well because that helps the lymph system sort of in that area. Um, but doing so doing things that you know that you need to do but definitely massaging those areas just giving them a little bit of stimulation you know behind the elbows behind the knees will help with that detoxification when you go to sleep but also doing it all in the morning as well if you think about it you've been lying down for like eight hours say mm -hmm. um and so much goes on in those eight hours that we don't realize is going on you know our, our brain is detoxifying, you know, we've got this lymphatic system in our brain that's taking out all these neurochemicals and all these toxins and our body needs to dump it in the morning. So when you get up in the morning, having a little bit of a routine before you get into your day, having, you know, that glass of water, that lemon in water, kind of the stretching, again, the little, the, the palpation or the massage of the lymph is a really good thing to do. And the foam rolling, you're mm -hmm. right, that is excellent if you could do that in the morning just mm -hmm. 10 minutes of doing these things in the morning when you get up mm -hmm. uh, would be fantastic and then when you have the water what will happen is all this stuff that's been in your lymph you can then just pee it out and it doesn't doesn't kind of doesn't go around in the body causing inflammation mm. do that guys did you hear that write that down do that um i've often told you my 
pre-wake up and bedtime routine, but I'll give you that again on a blog entry. Um, the other thing is, you know, add the add the legumes, add the beans in there. You'll be like flushing things out through the kidney. You'll be flushing things out from the soluble fiber. You will be just super duper clean. And then working on the stress with that, you know, just it's all a process, but life is a process and life is such a gift and as i told you before my move like that was a self choice and that was hard for me to make but my body was screaming at me it was screaming at me my face you could see it bumps on my arms you know like rashes um just my hair was falling out guys my hair was falling out i couldn't see out of my right eye okay so this is real life. You've got one vessel, you've got one life to live. So Naomi is here and she's really, guys, she's giving you the nitty gritty facts on these things. So Naomi, I have taken up so much beautiful time of yours and I'm so grateful for you. I wanted to ask you, is there anything else you'd like to share that kind of popped into your brain while um, we were talking? Yeah, I mean, that's it. But I just want everyone to know that it doesn't have to be super hard. They can just, you know, just work on getting that diet, you know, that whole food diet, just start, you know, bringing implementing those positive habits, whether it's foam rolling, you know, a bit of meditation in the morning to manage your stress. It doesn't have to be really hard. It can just be small, simple steps. So don't get overwhelmed if you feel like there's a lot to do. If you feel like your life's crazy right now just start the day with a green smoothie just do that start there and then work from there you know that's that's it keep it simple um and see where that gets you yeah take some wake up as i tell my clients and friends and family wake up close your eyes on your bed take five deep breaths tell yourself something you love about yourself and that's already starting your day off on the right i love that beautiful yeah. yeah So, okay, let me ask you one more question. Are you ready? Oh, dear, I don't know. <laughs> You're ready. You are. All right, Naomi, what's your honest truth that has led you on a path to success in maintaining a healthy lifestyle? What's my honest truth? Yeah. It can be anything. It can be a mantra. It could be a self-practice. You know what? It's just, it's honestly with me, there's so much, and and it's been like this for a long time, there's so much out there and there's so much um, hardcore stuff. For me, it is just continuing to learn and remaining open, but being balanced as well. But for me, it's really that just learning and being open. I um, I have done 360s on things I've believed and then decided that this wasn't it and and I just will always remain open and flexible yeah I think that comes with age too when you like really as I say working with my clients I'm here to unveil your authentic self it's really coming into that openness as you mentioned being open with your truth and the answers will come continue to learn because that's going to evolve into bringing back that childhood passion right Um, it's all about being authentic, being balanced. It's all going to come together. So if you're struggling right now, I'm here to help. Naomi's here to help. She's another amazing resource we have for you guys. So Naomi, where can everyone find you on the World Wide Web? Well, they can just visit my website, which is um, naomijudge.com. I'm also on YouTube, 
And um, they can come over to Naturopath Naomi on Instagram. Oh, and I will link all of those for everyone. Naomi, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you. Oh, it was beautiful chatting to you. And I'm so glad that you've made this positive step and you're feeling fantastic. And so you can help others and be more powerful. Exactly, exactly. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Again, we are popping out our new podcast episodes every Sunday evening now, maybe afternoon, who knows. Um, We are on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Simplecast FM, and iHeartRadio. So guys, it's free to subscribe. And it's uh, free to comment and review. Five stars would be appreciative. That's how we get these amazing guests to you each and every week. And take advantage of our sponsors that we so thrillingly shout out because that's good stuff. I only back people and items that I personally use and that I have fully um, read into the labels for. So it's good stuff. Um, Guys, until next time. This has been another episode of the Just Being Honest podcast. Be true, be you. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love. Ciao! My favorite quote from this episode with naturopath Naomi Judge is her explanation of her honest truth being that balance is everything, openness is ever healing, And one must always continue to learn. Thank you so much, Naomi. That is 100% true food for thought. Oh, and did you know that the health of the man is equally or sometimes even more important during conception? Hmm, yeah. Don't get so hard on yourself, ladies. Guys. Come on, step up, right? There are many factors to play here. I would love to know your personal stories and thoughts. And as always, everything is confidential. I just am here and open for your, you know, sharing with me. And um, it helps me learn as well. I want to know kind of some statistical background on kind of what's going on out there in the environment. So thank you for that. To all of my JBH listeners and supporters, I hope you all got a lot of value out of this episode today. And I welcome you to take a snapshot of this wherever you're listening to it. Take a snapshot of it. Send it to friends, to families. Tag me at Just Being Honest KB. When you do a healthy little activity or maybe something of our topic or of our subject you want me to see, I want to see what you're doing. Tag me, hashtag, at just being honest or at just being honest KB or hashtag just being honest KB. Whew, that's a mouthful, right? Remember, being without a G because we're being street like that. Guys, I am so grateful, so grateful for your love and your support each and every week. And I always want to hear your comments. Five star rating review is so, so grateful for to me. I'm tripping over my tongue. Okay, that means it's time for me to go. So, until next time, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. I am here for you. I send you fabulous, great, elevating vibrations. Until next time, kiss, kiss, 
Hug, hug, pet a dog. Ciao! Hello, sweet beans. I wanted to remind you that today's podcast was brought to you by the Just Being Honest team. Yeah, KB, me. So KB's lifestyle design, what's it all about? As I mentioned before, it's about creating that substance in your life. What are you really searching for? Wait, it's not about searching. It's about unveiling what is already deep within you. So a little bit health coaching, a little bit life coaching, a little bit regaining that truth within you. So do you want to know where to start? How to begin? It's easy. Call me. I will give you your first discovery call for free. So just contact me, KB, and say JBH free and you'll get your first discovery call free.